0: I'm done. I'm done. done. with who he said I was. You're free. I'm free. But he don't have a hold on me. No, I'm not gonna cower. I'm not gonna flinch. I'm not gonna run from. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's your boy Sully on the Excuse Me podcast, Maximize the Moment podcast, continuing the Luke 6 series, part three. Yep. Luke 6 series, part three, the final part of the Luke 6 series. And we're going to go with verse 46 through 49. So that's Luke 6, verse 46 through 49, which is going to be the hub of our subject matter today. And so if you want to follow along through the word, get on your digital device or in your physical scripture, which would be the Bible, which would be the word of God, Uh, we're going to begin now. So you might want to start the podcast, get to where you need to get to, and we're going to kick things off. Why do you call me? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my word and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on a ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Interesting stuff. So let's talk. Let's reason together. Let's go through the scripture and let's go through the word that God has given us today. Verse 46, Jesus says, why do you call me Lord? Lord, and do not do what I say. Jesus poses a rhetorical, and at the same time, the very written nature of the word Lord should be brought into context. The actual word Lord, we need to bring this into context because he's using it in a certain way. And there are three ways to interpret the word Lord in biblical text. One way is to see the word Lord is in all caps, which means direct reference to God himself as by name, or in the Hebrew, Adonai. To see the word Lord with a capital L, or Lord with all lowercase letters, is to refer to one with authority, or master, or in the Greek, kurios. And contextually, if we read the scripture Line by line, Jesus alludes to the ladder of his authority, his kurios. This rhetorical sounds like many of the parents that may be listening to this podcast with younger children. Why don't you listen to me? And then he gives us a three-step program. Everyone who comes to me, that's the first step. Everyone who comes to me, anyone who comes to the word, anyone who comes to God, we must visit with God. We have a God that wants us to visit. Amen. A God that wants our time. Step two, and hears my words, listens to the word, retains the word, and finally puts them in to practice. One who does not just hear the word, but does the word, lives out the word, Past the information, there must be application, as Kevin would say. It's not enough to read or say we must do. It's not enough to read or say we must do, but I move forward. There is a sense of ownership in this text. My word, not Susie or Teddy or the professor or my supervisors or the motivational speaker that's on YouTube or my family's word, but Jesus says, My word, there's ownership there. My word, which will be important as we move through this text. As we build on what we're talking about. We live in spirit and in truth because God's word is truth. Amen. It is solid. It is accurate. It is exact. It can be stood on in any season. In the courtroom, your hand is placed not on the constitution, but on the Bible. The very word that reigns true. And the Bible says they are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. Laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built. Verse 49, but the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice does not put them into practice, does not put them into practice, is like a man who built a house on ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. Jesus uses a very simple and easy to understand analogy to express the greater magnification of what characterizes God's word, what characterizes God's word since the beginning of time. God's word is the very foundation of all creation as we know it and laid the foundation on rock and laid the foundation on rock. His word is the very essence, the very bedrock that our existence as humanity has derived. In this context, we have the word of God, who is Jesus, explaining what the word of God is. We have the word of God who is Jesus Christ explaining what the word of God is. What I love about this parable, although powerful in its simplicity, does not leave out the reality of the adversity that surrounds us. The adversity we face as all people. The storms, the torrents, the winds, the rains. Everyone has been through some rain. Some of us have been through some pneumonia. Some, some of us have not just seen a rainy day but seen some days full of storms we have had some tragedies happen we have had some loved ones die we have lost jobs we have been without we have been without finances we have been without food we have been in some deep dark places places that you got to go through to relate to places that you got to go through to relate to places that you go through to relate to when when you ain't feeling like talking to nobody when the shame and the guilt and the sadness get so heavy on you it feels like you can't breathe and he says in the text when they struck the house when they struck the house not when they went around the house not when but when they struck the house it did not shake and it did not shake because it was well built and i challenge your lives today on what does the core of your life rest on? What foundations do you rest on? Do you rest on your laurels? Do you rest on your platitudes? Do you rest your hopes in what was past already? Do you rest your core values on elements, people, and events that themselves are fleeting in nature? Is the bedrock of your being is the bedrock of your being resting on the ephemeral events that add no value toward what you are walking in currently or what you are going to be Is Jesus? Is the Bible merely a Sunday vacation an Airbnb you visit from time to time or you are, are you building your life on the word that will endure forever? Are you building towards eternity or merely investing in what will soon drift away? Is your soul worth the loss? Are you willing to take the L for not pursuing the word of God? The NIV translation says that the house collapsed, the house collapsed and its destruction was complete. And most other translations state that the ruin was great. The ruin of the house was great, the greatest loss anyone can take is not losing the things in this life, but losing your life entirely in the next. The greatest loss is not losing what's here in this life, but what you could be losing following it. How great is the ruin? Rick Warren says this, living by faith isn't living with certainty. It's trusting God in spite of unanswered questions and unresolved doubts. Living by faith isn't living with certainty. It's trusting God in spite of unanswered questions and unresolved doubts." End quote. I do not doubt for a second that there are some pretty heavy questions on people's hearts with so many things that have been taking place globally, but I do know that there is one person who died for the sins of many, of everyone globally, and that is Jesus Christ. And we ought to view the world through the word and not let the word be viewed through the world. Put the word between us and our circumstances and not our circumstances between us and the word. Build your house build it on god's everlasting word on god's bedrock and your foundation in a turbulent world will be immovable and unshakable as our god is maximize the moment let's get it no, i'm not gonna cower i'm not gonna flinch i'm not gonna run from this no i'm not gonna cower